Jessica Davis used to think it was an honest-to-God tragedy that only 26% of women believed in true love. Of course, that was nearly a decade ago, when she couldn't imagine what it felt like to be anything but deeply and passionately obsessed with the man who would one day be her ex. Tonight, though, on her third first date in seven years, she was astounded the number was even that high. 26%, she mumbled, leaning toward the restroom mirror to apply more lipstick. 26 women out of 100 believe true love is real. Popping the cap back on, Jess laughed, and her exhausted reflection laughed back. Sadly, her night was far from over. She still had to make it through the entree course. Appetizers had lasted four years. Of course, some of that was probably due to Travis's tendency to talk with his mouth full, oversharing highly specific stories about finding his wife in bed with his business partner and the ensuing messy divorce. But as far as first dates went, Jess reasoned, it could have been worse. This date was better, for sure, than the guy last week who'd been so drunk when he showed up at the restaurant that he'd nodded off before they'd even ordered. Come on, Jess. She dropped the tube back into her bag. You don't have to make, serve, or clean up after this meal. The dishes alone are worth at least one more bitter ex-wife story. A stall door clicked open, startling her, and a willowy blonde emerged. She glanced at Jess with bald pity. God, I know, Jess agreed with a groan. I'm talking to myself in a bathroom. Tells you exactly how my night is going. Not a laugh. Not even a smile of politeness, let alone camaraderie. Instead, the woman moved as far away as possible to the end of the empty row of sinks and began washing her hands. Well. Jess went back to rummaging through her purse, but couldn't help glancing toward the end of the counter. She knew it wasn't polite to stare, but the other woman's makeup was flawless, her nails perfectly manicured. How on earth did some women manage it? Jess considered leaving the house with her zipper up a victory. Once, she'd presented an entire fiscal year's worth of data to a client with four of Juno's sparkly butterfly barrettes still clipped to the front of her blazer. This gorgeous stranger probably hadn't been forced to change outfits after cleaning glitter off both a cat and a seven-year-old. She probably never had to apologize for being late. She probably didn't even have to shave. She was just naturally smooth everywhere. Are you okay? Jess blinked back to awareness, realizing the woman was speaking to her. There was really no way to pretend she hadn't been staring directly at this stranger's cleavage. Resisting the urge to cover her own less-than-impressive assets, Jess offered a small, embarrassed wave. Sorry, I was just thinking that your kitten probably isn't covered in glitter, too. My what? She turned back to the mirror. Jessica Marie Davis, get your shit together. Ignoring the fact that she still had an audience, Jess channeled Nana Joe into the mirror. You have plenty of time. Go out there, eat some guacamole, go home, she said aloud. There's no ticking clock on any of this. I'm just saying the clock is ticking, Fizzy waved vaguely toward Jess's butt. That booty won't be high and tight forever, you know. Maybe not, Jess said, but Tinder isn't going to help me find a quality guy to hold it up either. Fizzy lifted her chin defensively. I've had some of the best sex of my life from Tinder. I swear you give up too quickly. We are in the era of women taking pleasure and not apologizing for getting theirs first, second, and one more time for the road. 
Travis might be ex-wife obsessed, but I saw his photo and he was fine as hell. Maybe he would have rocked your world for an hour or two after churros, but you'll never know because you left before dessert. Jess paused. Maybe. God damn it, Fizzy. Her best friend leaned back, smug. If Felicity Chen decided to start selling Amway, Jess would simply hand over her wallet. Fizzy was made of charisma, witchcraft, and bad judgment. Those qualities made her a great writer, but were also partly the reason Jess had a misspelled song lyric tattooed on the inside of her right wrist, had had disastrous not-even-close-to-Audrey-Hepburn bangs for six depressing months in 2014, and had attended a costume party in L.A. that turned out to be a BDSM scene in a dungeon basement. Fizzy's response to Jess's, you brought me to a sex party in a dungeon, was, yeah, everyone in L.A. has dungeons. Fizzy tucked a strand of glossy black hair behind her ear. Okay, let's make plans for your next date. No. Opening her laptop, Jess logged into her email.